What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
This is Race Hobbs, head of programming over at the Unex Network. And I want to thank you for listening to my good friend, Jeff Kingsbury, on Strange Recon, right here on the X. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. Oh, f- I can't believe you've done this. Get ready for a surprise! It just looks like a dot, but that's the space station crossing the sky. a dot, but that's the space station crossing the sky. That's just the space station crossing the sky. That little dot is just the space station crossing the the sky. Good morning, friends. What's going on, my weirdos? This is Jeff White Bear Kingsburg. Welcome back to another episode of Strange Recon Radio. As you see in that little video clip I just played, start off fresh. That's a video from Mi Madre. A woman who has no real interest in space or things like that, although she did really like Star Trek when we were younger. <clears throat> but um, witness to UFOs is able to understand what she's looking at all on her own is something prosaic and easily find you can find it easily on the interwebs. So bravo, mi madre. Thank you, mom, for representing the people of Southeastern Massachusetts when they see something weird floating across the, the sky that seemingly is out of the ordinary. Thank you, mom. You're better than I, because the other day I said Rob Freeman once captured a UFO on camera in uh, Snoqualmish area, but it turns out it was very likely to be the ISS. Anyways, I hope you're well, Recon. Good morning. It is uh, a frozen tundra shithole right now in southeast New England. For all the people that say, I like it here. I like the cold. I say to you, I hate you. I think you're crazy. You should be locked up and institutionalized with the rest of them. We should bring the sun closer to the earth in some sort of way or tilt the earth. And so Massachusetts is always facing and always leaning that way because it's terrible, uncomfortable, and I don't have a remote starter on this vehicle because I sold the truck with a remote starter on it. I'm saying all this because I like remote starting devices. Anyways, I bet for those people out there, they're like, this guy thinks he's in the north. This is like some Game of Thrones scenario. He's like, I've already talked to a few people up up in some places that are getting hammered with the cold winds already, but I hope you're well, Recon. I hope you're good. It's early. It's uh, only 6 a.m. on the East Coast there, isn't it? I don't know. On the West Coast. 9.06 here in the quote-unquote Bridgewater. Not going to say the shape because I think that's stupid. But here in New England paranormal, Areola, it is cold, it is weird, and it's just the right temperature to keep your eye out for an actual real phenomenon that uh, I'm not saying that the real aliens, the metaphysical stuff isn't here, but I'm saying 
it is the perfect time right now, spring and fall, late fall for swamp gas. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware. I'm not trying to say that swamp gas is aliens and all that. But if you're a nature lover, a person that just in general loves the idea that nature in itself is like this living machine that does downright unbelievably magical things that takes generations upon generations of science to figure out or even slightly understand what's going on not why it's happening but just the how um i guess that's never mind anyways okay rather let's switch that around uh my point is though it's happening right now the ice there is uh thin layers of frost and ice freezing over some of these swamps not necessarily moving bodies of water. Maybe it's not cold enough for that. Maybe it'll only drop below freezing for a short time last night or the last few nights. It's just when it patches over, you know, just a little bit. So the gas can be trapped underneath in one, and it's so light that the gas actually breaks through. Now, don't ask me how it's igniting. I don't understand things. I personally think it's witches living under the ice. I don't know. <clears throat> Matt Finley says it's 23 degrees. Woo! Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, we're go we're getting there. We're getting there. We're we're it's about to be uh we're about to slow down on the skits and uh and bundle up and uh and start to do some sort of other show for the winter season because it's maybe I gotta even move the studio here. I don't know. It's getting pretty freaking cold here in the area, and the wind smashes right into the side of this. I don't know if you can even hear it. The trees are smacking over there right now. Though uh, it is a beautiful New England day, I have to say, even though it's cold and freezing and miserable, there's something about the the Northeast that I will say is kind of marvelous in the uh, in the winter. The, the, the cranberry bogs start to freeze up and they they climb, they reach the ice crystallizes up into the sky. It's crazy. It's weird. It's beautiful. You see fog and uh in in, in uh, steam rising off of everything. Every tree. Is now like a living thing that's breathing, and the steam be its breath. Obviously, not literally, but uh, it's quite quite remarkable. I'm like, I'm like, you can like walk through the woods in Massachusetts on a new on a on a winter day in a morning, whatever, and it's just like steam shooting off of everything. It's so cool. You look at yourself, you're steaming. It's 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 awesome stuff. Um, I personally hold out for nature's alive, but with unreconciled and ununder non uh, non studied um, interactions with certain parts uh the human brain or any brain really i mean after all it did take all those years to figure out the trees actually screamed when we sawed them down i'm not saying that i'm like you know i believe trees are like you know people but i think that sentient in consciousness or being conscious is drastically drastically off base <laughs> when you hear these people talk about it I don't think they've even nailed it even close. And I'm not talking about some sort of weird metaphysical version of it. I just mean literally like something that can survive basically anywhere on planet Earth, like grass or a lot of trees or something that can uh, that can um, you know grow in such a colossal way and survive and host a number of different species and stuff. You start to look at it and it's you literally see a living organism grow super high and it's covered in life. From insects that are living off of bats, we've gone over to live off trees and birds and stuff, other animals. Itself is a world, and it's a living world. We know it's alive. We can feed it. We can grow it. We can burn it. We can spread its seed. Trees. 
Try th- <laughs> Crusher five thousand says try thawing a frozen cornhole in New Hampshire winter. <laughs> hey, listen now. I don't do that anymore. I can't spell consciousness or restaurant either. That's a good Tracy. Uh, not Tracy Morgan. Um, oh my God, what was that? Uh, co- what was the comedian? Uh, oh, big black guy. I watched him for years growing up. I I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now. He's so many great bits. I've talked about him so many times. Um, that's because I'm stoned. I can't remember his name. He was on the office. I just I've talked about him recently on tw- Patrice O'Neill. That's right. Thank you so much, <clears throat> Patrice O'Neill, one of the greatest comics that ever walked the planet. Just couldn't format his stuff in a way that the large largest audience liked. But his justifications of his comedy was so good that it, it made it became like almost philosophy. Of course, you never want to say that to him because he's so egotistical. Uh, he'd be like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey." <laughs> no, but Patrice literally was uh one of the greatest ever he has a great bit about not being he's like i I'm, i can't remember what he says but something along the lines of how, how can i have spent so much money and time in restaurants and still not even be able to spell restaurant <laughs> he was the greatest he him on um with colin quinn and um and uh what's his name is dead now another dead comedian greg geraldo which was great colin quinn greg geraldo on um real talk what's up no not real talk uh oh my god dude tough crowd tough crowd <laughs> fat butt disease yeah i remember that one from the office i bet you'd like to swim with a sea monster um tough crowd or tough room or whatever it was um with colin quinn i'm sorry folks i got stitches all down the side of my mouth and neck here and it's just uh they're, they're giving me a little gag reflex i'm trying not to gag here gross um the uh the the yeah the stuff that got those guys came up with were, were so good but it just wasn't it did they you can't you can't have shows like that on on a regular network they're never going to succeed i worked on tv for just a short amount of time on very shitty shows but i'll tell you right now no offense to my friends who oh, oh i shouldn't have said that not shitty shows because some of them i think should have done well and actually didn't but i will say that uh that they purposely made the shows bad when the shows could have been good that's for sure um, and I'll tell you that, uh, that seeing tough crowd, that would have worked today, but on like on YouTube, if it was on YouTube today, it would crush. He should bring it back so bad. Colin Quinn should bring that back so bad. What's going on? Everyone in the YouTube chat and audio side. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for spending your morning with me. It's nine 13, nine 14 right here in the Bridgewater areola paranormal let's rename it together we're just going to figure out a name we don't know what we're going to call it but we're certainly not going to keep calling it bridgewater triangle that's for sure those days are over those days are over are we are we actually going to sit here and pretend that andre the giant no i fucked up my own joke anyways um ladies and gentlemen while we get into some news here you know we're going to talk about uh we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the fact that we should be lucky that counter UAS, as in counter unmanned aerial systems, is called that rather than CUAP. Because boy, oh boy, if it was called CUAP, 
it would probably get a lot of frenzy hysteria attention. Let me show you something that is fresh out the box here. Um, China claiming they have the answer to all of the United States and Taiwan's drones, even their kamikaze drones, with their new counter UAS mobile system. Now, as I said multiple times and many others have, the United States has worked on solid state stuff uh, or direct energy stuff and a lot of other countries. You know, not just that. We have a, a variety. We have an array of counter UAS stuff. Drones, counter drone stuff. Why is drones always the topic here at Strange Recon once, twice, three times a week? Well, because it's the reality of what was just pitched to you for five years. Um, we you've seen things like the Ghostbuster pack that uses, you know, um, certain frequencies and electronic countermeasures. You've seen um, the nets shot out of uh, drones or off the ground, literally balls like a, like the almost like the the t-shirt gun in a basketball game um <clears throat> and uh you've seen the united states and many other nations are we're allied with our military complex produce uh energy weapons fired from aircraft fired from drones fired from the ground fired from uh mobile systems uh whatever so china releases a a, a <laughs> what looks like a cartoonish almost freaking vehicle to do this um, China releases images of their new 625E displayed at the Zhu Ha, I don't know, Zhu Ha Air Show. I'm probably saying that perfectly right. Uh, let's take a look at this together and do a little open source intelligence because we're once we, <laughs> not really, but once you, uh, once you, uh, see this vehicle and the systems that it's, uh, that's on this vehicle, you're you're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to divert different avenues and see where some of this stuff came from, who, you know, where these weapon systems originated. Are they Chinese made all this stuff? But here, take a look at this. This counter UAP uh, machine. Look at this counter UAP machine at EurasiaTimes.com. Other people have it as well, but I, I like to go straight to a few different Chinese websites, propaganda reasons and direct state-sponsored uh, sp state, uh, papers. But um, look at the different weapon systems on board this thing. They have three different weapon systems on board, both anti-missile, uh, minigun, the Ghostbuster pack, essentially, so a direct energy weapon of sorts. And uh, and I believe when they get the capability to do so, you're going to see a giant mounted laser on this thing as well. But this is all one system, one system, which is crazy to me because like unless they're planning on making hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of these and spreading them everywhere, I don't even see how that will do it. But doesn't that look like something out of Terminator? I never thought I'd see see these little tubes here. Those are smoke canisters to launch uh, smoke filled with like little bits of uh, fiberglass. They've, the countries have had that for a long time. I think we even had that on our strikers. I don't know if they ever loaded them, though. But um, uh, there's a bunch of different systems on board. Sensing equipment, of course, and observation equipment as well. But uh, it's 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 the precursor to the autonomous ones that the United States is. I mean, we're seeing this now. There's obviously a lot of... Um, automatic target acquisition but there's ultimately speaking we're seeing the you know this conflict in ukraine and possibly taiwan and china uh display the new the weapons and stuff for the current issues the the new mission 
and, and that is to figure out a way to stop the millions of suicide drones that a country can produce and put in the air um because it's 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 this is like something uh i don't know i don't know what what could it be, could be compared to i don't even know i guess the airplane but even that wouldn't really count because we simply couldn't produce enough to make them uh, uh the a game changer in an infantry combat or uh, you know an infantry fight so i don't know what is like the drone era i don't know what it is but it's gone crazy <laughs> the united states of course in scotland you saw the videos of the vehicles that obviously they don't look anything like this ridiculous thing but they're um they're being worked on in Scotland right now. Uh, BAE and a few other companies have essentially this, but multiple lasers on board. And they just sit there, like, firing at drones at this guy. And the, I think that one of the problems is that uh, with the direct energy weapons that are on the top of these vehicles is that some of them have to remain on target for more than just a couple seconds, whereas in this can fire some of these weapon systems and move on to the next thing because we're not talking about something that has to heat up a drone until the drone melts and falls out of the sky. We're talking still about classic hitting it with something very physical, kinetic energy, boom, you're gone, and also other stuff. I, I believe this thing even has a, a net launcher on it. I'm not sure, but I have to, I have to look. It's... um. It's uh, it's gone nuts. It's just gone crazy. I'm I personally didn't think that um that the Ukraine would be the uh, war that that they'd start being used like that, but uh, it just came down that way. I guess I don't know, but you you see now that the soft test essentially, which it's sick to call it that, but that's literally how the U.S. is looking at it. Like, is um is uh, pretty. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pretty telling what's to come, and that is that any nation, essentially, with any decent budget, can produce an uncountable number of suicide drones and essentially replace most of an air force in 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 the relative near future not like entirely because obviously some things have to be um left in the hands of the operator as in the final kill option order in, in some nations some nations are not the uas system can just do it the uas system system the uas system 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 i don't know why i always add system to the end of uas i can't stop i apologize i tried but the uh, one of the craziest things about this is that is that uh, the U.S. obviously was working on this a long, long time ago, or understood the need for it, or the the future need for it, because we see we see the direct energy weapons being developed almost in tandem, in in, in parallel uh, routes with with uh, drones. Obviously, drones go way far back, right? They're not any type of new technology. A drone is not new. Whatever you see on the target shelf doesn't mean it's new. 
Okay, for the love of God, get it out of your head that drone technology is new. Some of the algorithms that keep them afloat, keep them staying stabilized, keep them going in strong winds, keep them looking and scanning at targets and pulling in data, low latency, uh, shooting it off to other people, you know, encrypted in a way that never really could before. Sure, that's all new and pretty awesome and unbelievable. But these mother effers are not new. So counter UAS has been thought of for a long time. I personally think it's directly related to the, to, to the Benowitz case in one way, but I'm not sure. I can't prove that, but it just seems like it could be. And um, <clears throat> if you're aware of what I'm talking about there, I'm just talking about the idea that they, that, that he might've been recording early, um, early drones, autonomous stuff. I know that seems a lot earlier than people think, but if you look at the history of computing in the military, it's certainly decades ahead of what the civilians are using, even in some large organizations that have on par budgets to spend on research with with some larger military complexes like car companies seem to be behind by 20 years in some of this stuff. Um, Sorry, I'm I'm all over the place now. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> for all the people that can't can't stand the idea that drones are part of the conversation, and all that stuff. There's some good news. It's not all about war and drones and aliens. Are still a part of the possibility. I don't know. I'm here to research it. Whenever they come back up, if aliens want to pop up at any time, want to confirm their existence, and that that's what the Navy's actually dealing with, what these intelligence people have been claiming, then fine. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Remember, it was the Navy. It was the former intelligence people that said for the last five years on the news, remember, on the news, on there with Tucker Carlson and Matt Lyer or whoever else. And um, and uh, <laughs> I should have said something to make fun of Tucker Carlson because it makes it sound like I like Tucker and dislike Matt Lauer. <laughs> I don't, but I just think they both suck and the news is a joke. But um, uh, they're, you know, they, they've gone there and said to you. Hey, we're not saying it's aliens, but let's just say we're we're the number one people that would know, and we're telling you that nothing on earth can do this. Take my picture. Talk about drones. It's uh it's absolutely nutty. But anyways, um <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um it's it's whatever. The the uh the <laughs> They sold you that. There's no evidence of it. If there is, I'll shut the hell up. I because I I I'm here because of the weird. Remember, I didn't come here because of like the military stuff. I'm who the hell am I? I don't know shit. I'm just reading it with you on the internet. Um, I can reflect upon my own short military career and say, hey, I can see a lot of similarities here, but not because I was in some sort of special program that was in a fucking infantry unit. I'm saying that it's it's they've literally showed you UAS. In the in the logs, the sailors reported, and we, you watch ufologists and other people from the intelligence community tell you that they're actually unknown, unknown ET stuff. Oh, here to get you, here to get you. Yeah, they're here to get you, all right? They're the Chinese. Um, but uh, the, the, you know, it's it's not it's 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 the real story. We'll stop talking about it when the aliens actually give us real evidence. Remember, it was these Navy people and intelligence people that pushed increased incursions. They're trying to send a message. I got a message for you. DGI Mavics are human. All right, <clears throat> moving on. I'm sorry. With Artemis mission, NASA will land the first woman and first person of color on the moon. Using I'm not, yeah, you know, that's awesome. And I'm like a super supporter of all that stuff. And and uh 
Uh, but that's a weird thing to open up with. But whatever, that's cool. I think it's actually pretty awesome how that will affect children and and women uh, that have never really in, been involved or thought they could go or that kids could go into STEM. That would be huge. But uh, I don't know why that's the headliner on the Artemis mission entirely. That's strange. Anyways, but um, good for them. I was always a fan of like the boxer that uh, or the fighter that came from like this tiny little place like Charles de Bronx Oliveira and stuff like that like these fighters that come from these places like when I was a kid you'd hear about a, a you know like Mike Tyson's story regardless of what he did later in life but um you hear like Mike Tyson's story and, and you know he, he he you know what what another young black child must think if they think they're basically worthless because their upbringing and they're where they're from and they see a person now go from the same neighborhood to some amazing lifestyle and, and that's happened basically to every culture at one point in a time through that's why I like boxing and fighting and things like that. And 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 there's no difference with uh, with the Artemis mission. I guess the I guess that's what they're going for with their opening statement there, because surely you must think that not every child wants to inherit an easy bake oven or a baby. Maybe they want to. Maybe they want to. Be like a scientists or something i don't know I, I don't i really think that there's there's a lot of things that just completely void in, the, in half the lives of humans and it's just because we grew up with the toys we have and the uh, expectation hey well our neighbor's kids doing it i've got no say though i don't have a kid i try to tell my uh my dog to get into stem but uh you know well One second, Recon. There we go. Okay. Why are we going back to the moon? A lot of people have been talking about Artemis over and over and over again. Um, or that we never went to the moon in the first place, which is a big thing here. I don't know why people constantly bring that to me. According to NASA's Artemis mission website, we are going back to the moon for scientific discovery, economic benefits, and inspiration for a new generation of explorers, the Artemis generation. While maintaining American leadership and exploration, we will build a global alliance and explore deep space for the benefit of all. Combining more than 50 years of exploration experience to reignite America's passion for discovery. You could just stop stripping public schools so every kid doesn't leave a fucking moron. That'd be a good way to start first. I went to public school. I went to public school in a kind of a rowdy town. It's really hard to pay attention where when they, they have to enforce the law by, by having security show up all the time, wrestling children out of the rooms who are as large as the as the teachers. I had a great time. We, I learned a lot. I don't know if the moon is real. UFO Joe, is that something he actually said, Crusher 5000? Because that's pretty funny. Well, I don't know then. You know what? Why not? Why not? The moon's made out of cheese. The cow jumped next to it. No proof he went over. Um, I, I don't know. The, 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 that guy is whatever. I, you know. 
I tuned in for the last like 10 minutes of that interview with uh with him, Grant and and Chase and, and stuff, and I just was like, What the fuck is this? I was just like, what the f- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my uh, he, he, and I quote, he's already shown bad judgment. He blocked me on Twitter. I showed bad judgment by blocking this guy, UFO Joe. <laughs> I showed bad judgment by having him on my show. <laughs> Not blocking him was fine. Don't worry, he's got thousands of people that just echo out his words as if he's as if uh, what he's saying is <laughs> you know his sources. I mean, come on, you know my sources. You know my sources, right, Grant? Grant? <laughs> Grant? Anyways, sorry. <clears throat> Let's go. Let's move on here. Let's move on. It's talking about NASA. Um, NASA. It's economic discovery, uh, opportunity rather. They say that uh, Artemis missions enable a growing lunar economy by fueling new industries, supported job growth, and furthering the demand for a skilled workforce. Yeah. Um, we're looking for entry-level positions. Sorry, uh, what kind of robot are you? <laughs> I'm just a human. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, the beginning of the job description clearly states artificial intelligence and and robotics. We will explore more of the moon. Ever before, our commercial in... What? I gotta read that one again. Twin sister of Apollo. We're gonna explore more of the moon with our international partners. Okay, sorry, I clicked on it the wrong way. For peaceful purposes, Artemis is going to bring the world together. I don't know about that. We've had plenty of opportunities to unite. I don't even like half those people. They're ugly. Sorry. I apologize for my immaturity. What do we got in the Google tags before we move on? No, uh, NASA NASA wants you to know they're totally awesome and they've got the moon all figured out and they're going, so I'm happy about that. I want to know about their base camp. That's what interests me the most. Who wants to work and build a base camp for NASA's moon mission? Because they're hiring for it. To give astronauts a place to live and work on the moon, Artemis base camp concept includes a lunar cabin. <laughs> a fireplace in a dog. No, a rover in a mobile home. Nothing is showing off. The first settlers are going to have both a cabin and a mobile home. Come on now, folks. Property value is going to go through the effing roof with that thing in the front yard. On each new trip, astronauts are going to have an increasing level of comfort with the capabilities to explore and study more of the moon than ever before, said Kathy Luters, Associate Administrator for Human and Space Flight at NASA's headquarters in Washington. With more demand for access to the moon, we are developing the technologies to achieve an unprecedented human and robotic presence 240,000 miles from home. That doesn't really seem that far anymore, does it? I mean, for God's sakes, my Apple Watch says that I want... <laughs> no. I was going to make a bad joke about putting it in the dryer, but um, <clears throat> 240,000 miles. 
I'm a sailor and I go real slow everywhere, although I'm not anymore. My boat's all jacked up. Who wants to help me fix it bet in the spring? Uh, but 240,000 miles doesn't seem that crazy anymore. The earth feels super small due to the internet. And since, you know, you can fly anywhere in the world now in two hours, thanks to TTSA. Um, I, I just feel like 240,000 miles seems doable and safe and easy if you think about it. I mean, for God's sakes, if you could put some someone in in um in orbit around the, the earth, um going uh, you know, thirty thousand miles an hour for a year, I, I feel like two hundred and forty thousand miles isn't that bad. Would you go to the moon right now if you could join Artemis? And a dog named Rover. Nice. Little ludicrous. Moon Force. If they call the next thing Force, I'm going to be really upset. I mean, seriously. For the guy. Space Force? Sorry. I digress. Space Force is the worst name. I can swab the poop deck. Yuck. Would you go to the moon if Artemis said, we need about 1,000 volunteers? For rapid SpaceX flights out of here. No, Northrop flights. I don't know who's doing it. Was it Lockheed or Northrop? Um, I would. I think I'd go. But first, I'd probably rob a bank. A moon bank. So I have a lot of spending up. I don't know what I'm saying. Moon recon. That's a good one. Rob a bank. What the hell am I talking about? Because I just read bank robber on the screen. I said that. Wow. All the usual suspect brain. I just saw something and said it without making any sense at all before I said it. Crew returned to the lunar surface for the first time this century, beginning the Artemis 3 mission from lunar orbit. From lunar orbit, two astronauts will take the first new ride to the surface of the moon landing where no humans have ever been the lunar south pole this is the ideal location for a future base camp given its access to ice and other mineral resources they had to pick the coldest place i heard the sea of tranquility is quite nice this time of year on the few missions the human landing system will double as a lunar lodging okay so the spacecraft itself is the mo is the lodging. It'll have life support systems for a short cruise stay on the moon. And in the future, NASA envisions a fixed fixed habitat at the Artemis Base Camp that can house up to four astronauts for a month. That's it, one month. What the hell? are the health risks for that this is what they have to wear even in the minimal surface support in place on early missions astronauts will embark on at least a week-long expedition on the moon the crew what even with minimal surface support in place on early missions astronauts will embark on at least a week-long expedition on the moon oh shit okay crew will work by day 
in their modern spacesuits using new tools to collect samples and setting up a variety of experiments. These next generation spacesuits space suits will provide increased mobility, modern communications, and a more robust life support system than its Apollo predecessor. I hope so. With improved functionality and movement, crew can conduct more complex experiments and collect more unique geological samples. NASA is building the new suits for initial la lunar landing and will transition man I'm going blind and transition to the design and manufacturing to industry for follow-on production. Okay. Traveling in style. NASA has proposed two lunar surface transportation systems, a lunar terrain vehicle, LTV, and a mobile home and office referred to as a habitable mobile mobi mobility platform. Mobitable. Mobitable. The LTV will be un Oh, it's like a sealed delivery vehicle. The LTV will be an unpressurized or open top vehicle. Hell yeah. Get in, pussy. Uh, the astronaut can drive in their spacesuits for more than 12 miles from a campsite early this year. NASA asked American companies to send ideas to develop an LTV. we got to open that one. Uh, that handle the rough terrain and surface of the moon as well as push the boundaries of power generation and energy storage. The agency is evaluating those responses and hopes to leverage uh, innovative and commercial all-terrain vehicles, rovers, and more. Such a vehicle may be autonomous, capable of driving on a pre-programmed path, or it could be operate operated remotely from Earth to conduct additional science exploration activities. <clears throat> yeah. All I have to say to that is, if the original moon missions were real, who took the camera and filmed the capsule going up. I've heard that one on this show from someone probably a hundred times since I started the show. <laughs> Some of you have been here witness to that. There's, there's people that really hate the moon. They just look up at it and they're like, oh, I know you're bullshit. Dan Nagel, welcome back to the show. Everyone who's here right now, I appreciate you spending time with me. My old stitch face, Kitchener Leslie, has a conversation about Artemis and China. In addition to the LTV, a pressurized rover will greatly expand lunar surface exploration capabilities to the next level, like a submarine on the moon. Uh, pressuriz pressurization means the astronauts can be in the vehicle in their regular clothing as opposed to wearing, yeah, that wouldn't be scary as fucking hell, uh, wearing their spacesuits inside too. This will provide more comfort to work as they cross the lunar terrain in their mobile habit habitat and explore large areas when they arrive. What? They have to collect samples. When they are ready to go outside to collect samples or set up experiments, they will need to put their spacesuits on again. What? That's not fair. NASA is in the early idea stage for a pressurized rover, formulating concept and evaluating potential science and exploration rover missions around the South Pole right now. Pretty sweet stuff. Imagine if you were like a South Pole explorer just hanging out down there, doing your thing. You got the dog sled going. I don't know if they use dogs down there, do they? Maybe not. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And suddenly you see what looks like some sort of goddamn submarine go scooting by with a bunch of people in T-shirts in it. Harvesting lunar resources could lead to safer, more efficient operations with less dependence on supplies delivered from Earth. Am I the only one who thinks this is a waste of time? As much as I want humans to still be involved with all this stuff, pulling the wrenches and all that good jazz. I mean, why are we wasting our time trying to set up stuff that have to support the fragile body that is the human being? It's like, just send the freaking robots that we have. We got robots over there doing backflips, doing the boogaloo and stuff. Send the freaking robots. I got an idea. You know that baggy uh, meat meat bag of flesh and blood and poop? Let's send that one that needs like 17 different systems just to keep them freaking awake. Let's send that one. Let's design the thing all around the have to breathe. You know what? I don't know about you, but the robot seems like a better option to me. And we, since we can control it from, we can always just go there and pick it up if something happens or send another robot to fix it. I don't know what's wrong with that. Unless, of course, they break free and become conscious and start a theme park of the Wild West on HBO, and then we have problems. But either way, it just seems like a whole waste of time to me to keep making these systems for humans to do things when go send the robots. Just send the freaking robots already. No spacesuit? No pressurized pod? No life support systems? A decentralized autonomous system? Things that have been refined and optimized over the course of now like two generations or three generations in automation? No. That's for fancy videos on YouTube. And the NYPD, <laughs> that bomb-sniffing dog they have. Uh, that's it. No one else. No one else. Nothing else. We can't use these for nothing else. Humans should still do it. Maybe I'm just forgetting something entirely, but it just seems a waste to me. The first robot of color on the moon. All right. All right. Relax, everyone. I was joking. I was joking. I didn't mean that. What to do? Breakthrough discoveries from Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter and Lunar Crater Observation and Sensing Satellites have shown the moon is rich with resources, such as ice and greater than average access to light, which can support Artemis explorers and provide new opportunities for scientific discoveries and commercial enterprising 
activities. The unexplored South Polar region provides unique opportunities to unlock scientific secrets about the history and evolution of the Earth and the Moon, as well as our own solar system. As well, if you remember, we've gone over articles that talk about China's uh, discovery and that, um, damn, what is there? I sent like five people away with that terrible robot of color joke. They're also sending a lady robot too. Um, no, there, uh, there, there is, um, <laughs> Jeff will never be mainstream. Uh, there is, um, there's large, there's strong anecdotal evidence that the moon has resources that can be, um, quite valuable in second to third generation fusion. I might've said that wrong. And, um, and so things like helium three, we've discussed here, but we're also trying to uh, predict. We do this wrong all the time. Humans are terrible at it. Humans are terrible at it. And it's, it's, it's like trying to visualize what, what will be the fuel source the propellant or propulsion system. What will be um, the systems needed for the next generation? Are you kidding me? We plan on we plan on continuously pumping humans into space. What's the effing point? I know we want to be a two world species and all this jazz. Use the robots until you find the other world that's good enough. It's just ludicrous to me to dump all this money. I know that so much money. You know, it's it's nothing. It's peanuts compared to what other government organizations have been able to squeeze out of our i mean like we got a trillion dollar defense budget for christ's sakes i mean that's uh, so whatever nasa's doing is it's absolutely nothing uh but it's um it's 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 wild to me that this entire i mean i don't know maybe it's just idiot maybe i just don't know what i'm talking about and i certainly love space and all that stuff out there <laughs> and i love talking to these people that they're working it so maybe they can help me understand why it's important for humans to continuously go is it to erase the fact that a bunch of whites went i mean i i i I, i'm okay with that kill whitey that's what i say um but uh but i don't i don't get it what's the just send the freaking robots you know half the money i don't know what the actual numbers are but we should look it up together i bet you wouldn't be that hard to find how much of the budget goes into nasa programs and space programs to support humans traveling in space Maybe it's far easier than we recognize, or this is that wave gap that we're constantly talking about. Maybe the woes and worries of of cosmic rays and and cancer causing, um, you know, just shit smashing into humans in space has been beaten by maybe kinetic ultrasonic fields that are blasted around. I don't know what the hell. I'm, I, that doesn't work in space. But um, there's all types of different force fields and shit invented today that could possibly do something i don't know i don't know what happens can cosmic rays smash through one of these put off force <laughs> not put off you know what i'm saying um can um you know can any one of these number of in recent inventions that darpa has talked about or others have talked about who, that claim that they can stop um they can really push back kinetic energy big time uh better than reactive armor better than obviously just like a bird cage around a vehicle um it just the, the whole thing to me is gnarly that we that we we just envision us in star trek and i think that's stupid as much as i would love to step foot on it i mean i hope we do i just feel like our motivation should be in using as much um 
you know, of these massive revelations in in AI and autonomy that to, to to go off and do all this stuff for us instead of wasting all this effing time. No one's gonna cry if a robot blows up in space. <laughs> like no one's gonna cry. It's like my battery is running low. Oh, oh, oh. And then in five years, someone recharges it back up again. Are you kidding me? Crusher 5000. He's killing it with these. Nice. Military industrial complex fans be naming their daughters DARPA. <laughs> Good one. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. What DARPA do? No, no, no. It's called DARPA. No, no. What DARPA do? Um, never try to explain DARPA to an old Filipino woman. It's really difficult. Um, the, uh, the, the Artemis program, though, is obviously badass, is it not? And I'd be so happy for humanity to... And it's just... I, listen, I'm not trying to be like some sort of like... I'm, not a, I'm certainly not a feminist. Look at me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, unless feminism means knows a thing or two about boobs no um but th there is i'm sorry i i you can unsubscribe now uh but the the you know it's obviously badass and i'd be you know so happy for humanity and all the people inspired to see um these individuals um have a success or you know make it into space i mean seriously i i can only imagine seeing some like little girl or or someone absolutely inspired uh you know watching the first woman walk on space a uh, walk in on the moon or something it'd be absolutely incredible it would be but uh but at the same time i just see the absolute antiquated thought process of humans 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 even though we use endless rovers and tons of stuff um to uh you know to do a bunch of other stuff i mean we uh, this lit the, the moon is has a bunch of robots on it now mars has robots on it now there's satellites all around places that we can adjust that we can adjust um you know accordingly it's uh, remotely it's just it's it's wild and plus since beyond line of sight stuff is coming around now fully here on earth i can only imagine that the true capabilities of bols is, is unbelievable you know obviously that wave gap um is, is something serious here let's just finish this up here i'm trying to see what to know the sun hovers over the lunar south pole horizon continuously throughout the day and year so they do have that capability of uh, of, of solar energy but there is no um, single location however that avoids periods of darkness so they have to plan for um to be able to survive in extreme colds and they have to be able to survive extreme colds and they have to be able to do those long work trips during those supreme colds and it might not be <laughs> again i like when i read this all my mind can do is go back to the bias of why are we wasting our time doing this but anyways um yeah they, they they've got a lot of cool images though of what they're going to be doing up there um they have dropped the website in the chat for you now i'll leave it at the end of the show notes of course but what do you think, Recon? I think this is something that we should be sending humans to do after all these years. 
after all we know about drone capabilities and things like that and and humans literally being able to control a squadron of drones with their mind what about one human sitting in a capsule going around the moon controlling a bunch of like an army of drones what about that seems like we just solved it right there in a matter of moments we probably you know someone get call nasa who can call nasa for us we can solve a problem and uh and um and save them absolutely billions of dollars but how would the military complex survive if it didn't have billion dollar contracts they were open all the time open-ended billion dollar contracts they're allowed to renegotiate when something goes wrong there's like this endless cycle of bullshit relationships and nepotism between the military the military complex the intelligent community nasa and every other space agency around the world it's almost like they're just good friends and no one's overseeing uh, the overseers sorry i was channeling bashart or whatever his name is Oh, hey, friends. <laughs> hey, friends, I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, we'll talk about some stuff. And uh, then uh, we'll talk about some other stuff and some stuff. And then I got to go. I got to have a CAT scan. I'm going to have a CAT scan. Um, Sorry, that was cat skin. I'm going to go have my cat skinned. No, that's not. That's disgusting. All right. I'll be back, Recon. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Um, this is a very important show with very important topics. We're very serious. We cover everything very seriously. We don't have any jokes here, nothing like that at all. But um... <laughs> never mind. All right, Recon. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Here's some music from my friend Rob in the UK. Do some push-ups. Do some squats. Get ready for the aliens. Come on.
All right, we can. We are back. We are back. I just watched a video of the World Cup match where the Japanese people that were there just to watch the match decided to then clean up the stadium for free. Oh, Japanese people are a very interesting bunch, are they not? That's pretty weird. This show doesn't say offensive things. We like to stick to very serious facts. We don't talk about stuff that will, is offensive or or non-thoughtful. Um, you know, I don't like weak-minded statements that offend people. But um, uh, the World Cup is uh, happening right now, people. So if you're wondering why your your nearby pub is filled with stinking foreigners, no, that's not. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding, my friends. I love you, and I love the World Cup. All my friends around the world, you know, I uh, I love you all. Thank you so much for being here. In fact, Strange Recon is made up almost of like 40% of people outside of the United States. And I just think that um, people that have hairy feet and, you know, bring rings to mortar, they're classy people. I love you all. Thank you for being here very much. I appreciate it, and I love your time spent with me, and uh, and I want to keep that relationship going. So thank you. Recon, <laughs> there we go. This is the rest of everyone left on the audio side. Recon, I do have to have a cat scan done today, so I'm going to take off in a, in, a, in a few minutes, actually. Um, but before I go, I'd like to hit some Google tags up with you because there is, of course, 3,608 3, different Google hits for our favorite terms in ufology and aerospace. And things like that. Uh, one of them that came up today quite a bit was Chinese stealth submarine missiles. Or, or uh, my God, not missiles. Torpedoes can now reach the United States from the South China Sea. Now, is this propaganda? Are we aware um, of a specific weapon that is being used right now? Um, that my eye is twitching and it won't stop. Um, are we aware of a weapon right now a USO if you will because of course that's what will be called in ufology that can reach um, China or reach the United States they're claiming that um, it is basically on par with, uh, with Russia's new um, subsurface long range torpedoes Air cavitating and other stuff, torpedoes filled with all types, filled with all types of stuff like electronic countermeasures and weird stuff. But it can also travel at, like, I'm, I'm I, th I think these are estimates, but a couple thousand miles underwater at a hundred knots. That seems, I don't know if that's propaganda from China, but let's look this up because that seems crazy. New torpedo. Nope, new torpedo tu uh, tube-launch drones. That's not what we're talking about, of course. We know about the uh, all the submarines that are turning that. I can't tell if this is real or not. Super-cavitating torpedo offers speed of 230 miles per hour. This is from Military and Aerospace Electronics. I'm sorry, militaryaerospace.com under their electronics section. 
Is the world ready for undersea missile super cavitating torpedoes? Of course, we know that the many nations, but mostly the Russians in the or the Soviets in the um, U.S. were working on cavitating. Uh, you know, it's a it's essentially like a process where I mean, very basic. I'm an idiot. Um, you know, like a hollow point round has an opening uh, or a carved out front of the round that offers more damage when it hits but essentially that that opening that area is filled hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When the round is traveling and it creates like this bubble, essentially the same concept of do you get better gas mileage with the tailgate down on your truck or your tailgate up? And allegedly it's tailgate up because it creates like this, uh, you know, energy cycle inside the bed of your truck that the air bounces off of rather than, you know, a non one where it just pushes down. Anyways, the point is, is that these cavitating rounds, it shows a diagram of it pushing the air or energy back out the front of the torpedo, creating like an air pocket in front of the torpedo, less friction. And since the torpedo itself is hyperbolic, uh, hyper hydrophobic, it, it, um, it uh, just skips right through the water. It's, and this is, this thing is claiming from military and aerospace.com 230 miles an hour, but the, website i was just reading a moment ago about china's new uh 100 mile an hour or 100 knot so i've not even 100 mile an hour um right yeah um i'm a dummy and i'm high i can't remember sorry uh but not every mil not everything in the military through uh, is blazingly fast but main bank title can uh, uh, i'm skipping to it uh but these super captain rounds can outrun basically every military vehicle we have today on the surface of the water and on the um and on the uh and under the water obviously 230 miles an hour on the water is i don't even think race boats do that the u.s current top torpedo used or sold is the u.s mk48 and it and its stat reads 55 knots or 63 miles per hour Oh, so I guess I was wrong about that. So if it was 100 knots, it'd be 120. What else? I don't know. I'm, I'm an idiot. As a sailor, I should have known that. I'm just so dumb right now that I couldn't even bring it up. My brain can't work it. That's about as fast as a minivan full of kids in a slow lane on the freeway. The um, German military is accredited. Accredited. German military has credit for uh for the super cavaterender under Wasser Lafkorper. I don't know if I'm saying that correct. Come on, Goose, tell me if I'm saying that right. Super cavitating torpedo, but it never went into full production, allegedly. The US Navy is said to be toying with with this exact round, and um the Russians allegedly have one that can travel up to two hundred knots right now called the VA one eleven Skval. S-H-K-V-A-L, but I don't know. Again, it seems, seems weird that every website has a very different description, including the war zone. Remember, we read this article in the war zone about these uh, cavitating rounds. 
Um, if you if you if you know what I'm talking about with that the front of it looking like a has an opening and stuff for the energy to throw through. Crusher five thousand, thank you so much for the super chat, man, big time. Whoa, thank you very much. You seriously. Boom. Thank you for being part of the team and hooking up with all those great jokes. I don't know who you are, or where you came from, or how you heard of us, but thank you so much, of course, for being here. And those are some of the best uh, comments I've seen in a while. Who can beat Crusher 5000's jokes? <laughs> Why call it football if it's played with hands? makes no sense i agree plus i think american football sucks oh how could he say that he's american he's supposed to love football no it's it takes it's okay have you ever seen so much drama and so much fill-in time on a single sport as football it's just overtired players talking the entire time that's the most exciting part all right right and then they go out and do the play. The play lasts like fucking four seconds. Then it's a whole oh, 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 I remember back in 1973 when I was one of these plays. It's great. Football sucks. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Kepsa says, I'm to see what Jeff knows about our drones. Well done. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I actually was uh, an intelligence uh, operator, that would be hilarious. Imagine that. <laughs> it turns out be, this entire time, Jeff was just trying to convince everyone to spy on China together. All right, back to talk about spying on China. Um, now, remember, we talked earlier about the Artemis and uh, Artemis missions, and I'll put that in the show notes, whatever. But China is also racing us to the moon. They're doing so with new drone technology they're doing so with new quantum communication technology whatever that all means again i'm an idiot don't listen you know do your own research i'll leave the show notes and stuff I, i'm an idiot you, you don't don't take my word for it because i'm not even taking my I'm, I'm i'm getting this from someone else i'm an idiot again don't listen to me but uh if uh if you have not uh for you know strayed so too far off the recon path ever since we started here you'll notice that the freaking china race of the modern era is just like what happened with the soviets and our excuse to unveil all this stuff now i don't know if it's an excuse or it's real i'm who am i to say really i personally think war is a very profitable game to play, be played by people that have um not not billions of their own money but they have the capability of manipulating billions and billions and billions and billions of the world's economy um and so you know, nothing's more profitable than war in the, in the long run because everything needs to get built back. Every economy will boom. You invest in the low parts. You get ready for the jump, the spike afterwards when the market booms back up. You sell the guns. You sell the plates. It's the food the soldiers need. You, just, you sell the drones. You sell, you know, it's just a time for people to make money. But good golly, the Chinese are giving the United States, be it, all propaganda or not, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't want one way, but they're giving them an excuse to do what was done in the Cold War, which was it's the space race. It's the it's the time to, you know, to bring back our, our desire for uh, arithmetic and science and get our asses up there and do something amazing because our adversaries are, are almost there on our throats. 
Now, every single paper that I read today, every, now I'm not kidding when I say, what is with this thing? I put WD-40 on it. It's got a life of its own. WD-40, plasma, two things, make life. Jesus. All right. Anyways, um, the uh, the the thing that we have to look out for is is that every single paper I read now uses this line. It's almost like it, they're just saying it because it's fact, but I don't know if that's true. America chases China and hypersonic weapons. The Americans are work are trying to chase China or chase Russia. Americans are following and that's they constantly are projecting the idea that that in the most important factor of the future, which is the word hypersonic, even though for God's sakes, my friends, that's not a new capability. It's not new whatsoever. We've been it wasn't, you know. Well, never mind. Okay, but anyways, but they're trying to project that, that basically every headline out there in the open source intelligence communities, that all these in, uh, nonprofit institutes, all this stuff is all saying that we're chasing China, which then gives us the authority to invest in organizations and departments like DARPA. If you know the origins of DARPA, you know that we have a DARPA birthing time on our hands if you will birthing <laughs> darpa birthing um and that is that that someone has crossed the line that we drew in the sand don't cross that line bugs bunny or, or you know or we're gonna pull out the big guns oh don't cross that line or we'll pull out the bigger guns and it's just like they keep essentially making it seem like uh that the chinese now have have crossed the line that we felt comfortable with which is basically start unveiling some of those weapons 50 years in the future because they have on par with us the stuff that we used to cull the world's population for years. And um, and so I really do think we're dealing with that right now. We literally are watching a time where they're like, the Chinese are leading us. They're leapfrogging us. They're using these hypersonic re-entry vehicles. What, what? We've never even looked into this stuff. Well, they haven't said that, but that's what it seems like. When, of course, they have. We... Right here on this show, we've gone through, God damn, so many different ways that they've they absolutely have not only looked into this stuff, but had it back in World War II, essentially, and um, and you know, so they're 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 giving the world justification, you know, they're giving the world, or not justification, but they're they're providing the information that is making it look obvious to the world, and I don't know about you. I've been to a war. I don't think it's a good idea that the same organization that gets the information should be the one to entirely interpret it for the whole world and then inform all the newspapers and then go on all the podcasts and then tell all the radio stations something and then make sure it's concrete in the people's mind that China is now ahead of us in the most deadly thing in the world. And that is hypersonic. Oh, hypersonic. He said Voldemort hypersonic oh voldemort <laughs> it's fucking so ridiculous it, you know as much as i like to talk about china there's no way i there's no way i believe that the idea that weapons um proliferation somehow took place on our side as well i just it just i, I just don't see it as being likely that we were like you know what one day uh, one day we're going to be uh, the one world government, so we don't have to worry about our adversaries in the next 10 years coming up with some of these weapons. In fact, we can even give them the weapons, and then they can argue in the future if we if they have the stuff or not. 
anyways, uh, again, see the Cox report. I guarantee you people have not read it. Not you people specifically. I'm sorry. I'm not talking to the world here. And uh, But people that claim to, to say it's not China, can't be China, all that stuff, have never read the Cox report and understand that we physically gave them the assets that they turned into the next level nuclear powers. We, we said, well, you, you have these now. You better play ball with us, China. And they said, no. <laughs> Anyways. And now we got people from the intelligence community out there telling you, well, China's ruling us. And it's not China is a problem, but that's not even the real problem. Aliens are the problem. Look out. Whoa. Aliens all over the ocean. Look at this. That's every that's every Navy service member right now. Did you know that? The Navy can't stop getting abducted and attacked by aliens all the time. All right. Folks, I got to get out of here. I'm sorry. I, plus, I'm in pain. Anyways, uh, I do want to wrap it up. I had a bunch of other I guess I'll, one last thing. For all the people that don't think this can relate to them, because this is drones, talk about the goddamn China and drones and their weapons. What, what does this have to do with me? It's not just the weapons. It's a, it's a, it's a replacement of classic transportation in the air with something more modern, more efficient, in what we should have had because the military's had it about 50 years ago, I'd say. Um, could you imagine being a part of these early anti-gravity or counter-gravity or reverse gravity symposiums that were happening back in like 54 and then seeing, yeah, we figured out a little bit of mass reduction here. We got like 3%, maybe even 5%. There's evidence here that there's some real stuff we should look at. Then someone's like, oh, we just made batteries way lighter. And the military is like, okay, shut up, Wright Patterson hangers. These guys have literally figured out a way to make batteries, you know, a quarter of the weight they used to be. We can now put some of the stuff in the air. We need, we couldn't, we couldn't. Um, Midnight is a new um, uh, VTOL aircraft being released by its creators over at Archer Aviation. And Midnight is a pilot plus four passenger production eVTOL vehicle that's absolutely badass looking. Um, Lord Ludacris and I were kind of just talking about some of these things just the other day, but uh, they have um, uh, they have a new series of, of artwork out that they want everyone to see because they are making it. Now, what do you notice right away about this aircraft? What do you notice? What's the first thing you see? Oh, my God. Wait a second here. Hold on. Hold on. I don't get it. My brain's not working. It has both wings and rotors. <laughs> Looks like something out of a goddamn video game, first off. The capability to take off vertically and then fly like an aircraft, drastically saving on, uh, on energy. It can charge by the sun. It's extremely smooth. Look at its flight surfaces. Do you notice something about the wings? They appear rather flapless. My point is, is that this stuff is coming to even you. Of course, we're going to see the smaller stuff first, the easier stuff, the stuff that can come out of a 3D printer, like a Big Mac can come out of a McDonald's assembly line. But we will be seeing stuff like that soon. I guarantee all you, you New Yorkers, people living in the city, people living in and around the city will eventually see relatively soon the helicopters around Manhattan 
be replaced by some of these EV tow vehicles. A lot of these organizations have invested in them. Uh, the, the city is giving incentives. They want to give incentives. I don't know if they already have. I know they brought it up multiple times now, incentives to replace those helicopters. And, um, and, and you know what? I personally think it's a better idea because just like some of the gyrocopter possible safety capabilities with these EV tow vehicles, can you imagine the option of gliding to the ground rather than, I don't know, plummeting out of the sky like a, at, at, you know, at the speed of gravity? Um, it seems pretty terrifying. And, uh, and, and these new vehicles are obviously much more capable and have been. These things, for all the people out there that don't think vehicles like that have been reported in ufology throughout history, they, there have been. In fact, just on Reddit a few months ago, there was a, we, we talked about it. There was a, someone who reported a UFO. They spotted out their window. And as they saw it approach their home, they noticed it was a, it looked like an airplane that could hover. They couldn't see any rotors or anything. This thing didn't have any lights on. The only thing that was lit up about it was the person's lights in their backfield. And they could see this thing had wheels. And, ev and everyone's trying to give justification for shape-shifting UFOs and aliens. Guys that you've heard right here on recon the true history of the lithium-ion evolution uh, re revolution you've heard that the military has figured out ways to make materials and things like that that are way lighter and stronger and so they invested in them ev toll silent sig you know signature reduction has been the name of the game for a long time seeing these things in the public's hands now is not like oh the public just invented them they're coming up with them now it's the wave gap this shit has been around for a long time and it's made its way into ufology, but people ignored it because, oh, it looks too much like a plane. We're, these new secret planes we're talking about can hover and fly like UFOs. That's what the government's core secrets are. Uh, you know, when we, uh, what the hell are we talking about? They're, they're clearly on electric VTOL vehicles a long time ago. They made them in very small capabilities uh, when they first came up with electric versions of them. But also we can go back to the 40s the 30s, we can go back earlier. There has been constant VTOL concepts that have gone off the workbench, physically made and tested and flown. And they were like, you know what? Until we get some algorithms to help us out here and computing comes around and really supports these the multiple systems going on, this isn't going to work. So we put them away. What do you know? We had the ability to do it all along. Anyways, I got to get out here, Recon. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, pooches and pal puppies, I appreciate your time. Thank you for the super chats. I appreciate it. All you audio listeners, thank you. Please do me a massive favor. If you like what you heard and saw, yada, 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 you know, the freaking, you go to the YouTube and you hit the button and you like it and you leave a comment and you say you suck, your face is ugly, you're stupid, whatever you want to say, you can do it. Also, go over to the uh, review process on Apple or Spotify and hook me up, please. I'm not going to say more. There's too many listeners and not enough reviews. It makes no sense. Thank you so much, Recon. I will see you tomorrow. I'm going to go get my cat scanned. And uh, I don't know what that means, but I got to go adopt a cat and then go to the hospital. I don't know. Recon, take it easy, okay? Keep it weird and uh, keep your third eye peeled. I forgot to say, look for things how they actually are versus how they appear to be.
Porn actor Ron Jeremy has just recently been released from the hospital after having open heart surgery. The name of his next feature, I'm going to have to sit down for most of this. <laughs> 